Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. It's been a long time coming. Sorry. Rob. Are you wearing your um, college gear right now? I see your rocker. You can tell I'm at home. <laughs> wearing all my rocker stuff. There's they let you keep your gear? <laughs> I'm sorry. They let you keep your gear? We didn't. We couldn't yeah. keep our gear. <laughs> we kept yeah, it. We, we were just weren't supposed to. <laughs> I stole everything. <laughs> um, so how has has the year been? How I mean, it's been so far. It's been great. I mean, just being part of an expansion club and being so successful in the first two years, I feel like has been a pretty cool way to start my career in the NWSL. So I couldn't be happier with what we've accomplished in such short time. Yeah. Can you tell us what it's been like to be on an expansion team? Because I feel like you guys are kind of growing the culture for the team and everything. Can you tell us what that's been like? Yeah. I mean, it's been amazing. I mean, like I said, it's my first I've only started my career here, so I don't really know what to compare it to really, but um, I think it's just setting the standard for just how much this league is growing. And even if we are a new club, we can still be successful, um, you know, no matter how recently joined. Um, yeah, I think it's just a testament to how our, how we play as a team and our culture and wanting to push the standard for new teams coming to the club to still have an impact and not just be there participating. We want to compete. We want to be the best. So I thought, I think it's been amazing. What's it like living in Cali right now? Like, cause you're going from the East coast to the West coast. It's so different. It's so different. The people are different. The weather's different. The traffic hits different. Like everything's different. Um, but I, I really enjoy it. I like being in California. I feel like I'm starting to adapt, adapt the West coast lifestyle. Um, but yeah, I really love it so much. Has anyone um, specifically kind of taken you under their wing, like any vets or anyone that you've really looked up to on the team? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I've learned so much from a lot of vets on the team. But um, I think specifically, I'd say, you know, every once in a while, we have, I have like good chats with Alex Morgan. I talked to Sophia Jakobsen a lot. And, you know, they both have so much experience playing for their countries. Um, just being big names in, in the sport altogether. So, um, yeah, and I think even, not even just forwards, um, Kaylin Sheridan's been really big in helping develop a lot of us as, as, as players, as rookies and um, new to this club. So I think it's just been very cool to have people who have had their long time in the season, have been, you know, our veterans to um, veterans to this league, and they really put their arm around us and really help us. And, um, you know, I think I'm just very privileged and honored to even be on a team with people with such high accolades and high honors. And they really do push us to be the best we are, we can be. And, yeah, I think it's just really cool to even say that I'm, like, sharing a field in the locker room with these players. So um, just lucky to be here and really happy that I can help push this culture forward with them. I was going to say, it must have felt surreal, you know, the first few times you got on the field with some of these players that you're just like, I'm like, we've, we've worked with them before too. I'm still in a room. I'm like, I can't remember the same people. Like, it's crazy. Let alone being on the same field and getting advice from and, and getting to know as teammates and everything like that. Do you remember how it first felt for you? Like first getting on the field, 
starting to play with some of those players? Were you nervous? Were you excited? Yeah, I mean, I'll even take it to my very first time being in the locker room. I was looking for my name up in the locker room, and I was next to Alex Morgan. I'm just like, hmm, <laughs> this is different than just, you know, being in college, playing on the club level. Like, I'm up with names that everyone knows in the soccer world. So I thought that was really cool just to be like, wow, I'm, like, sitting next to Alex right now in the locker room, like, first day in here. Um, but she was very welcoming. I mean, as, as everyone was. So, um, but yeah, on the field, I mean, I went, tried to go in with no nerves, just enjoy myself. I know I'm playing the sport that I've been playing my whole life. So that's just like what my mindset was to just go and enjoy it, have fun. And I mean, it, it, it went pretty well too for the first, first uh, few times I was training. So I think that that just also gave me some confidence, a confidence boost that I know I belong there. So I was just really happy to be out there with them and um, just kind of show them what I have and, and learn from them as well. I love that. And so what's been the most eye-opening or challenging thing about playing pro? Like what's so different than college? Yeah. I mean, um, full honesty, full transparency. I mean, playing time can be very different from college. Um, The physical aspect is very different. Um, The speed of play is very different. And I think that's something that takes some adjustments and time to get used to. But once you get there, um, it's very doable, um, very easy, easy to get your feet going once you get that going, that regiment going. Um, but I think yeah, the biggest thing is now you're on your own, you're professional, you have to really think about what you're doing, take care of your body. Like it's not, you're not going to have someone over you telling you everything to do. Um, not that, you know, maybe I needed it in college, but I think that's even you to think about it even more now on this level. And just being a full, full professional at all times, I think is just, something to think about, you know, timing, um, how you can like hold yourself in, in public spaces. It's very important to think about those things. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like I've took some time to get there, but eventually got adjusted very well. And I feel like, especially this past year, I felt very into the role of being a professional and knowing the difference from college till now. Yeah, I know. It's so different because in college, you're balancing soccer, school, social life, and then playing pro and being a professional athlete is your job. But you probably have a lot more hours in the day that are kind of like free, not necessarily free time, but like you're not going to school and doing all these things. So what are you what are you doing as a professional athlete during the day to help you become a better athlete, like in terms of recovery and taking care of your mental health, anything like that? Yeah. Um, I really enjoy pool recovery. I know it's easy for me to say being in California, but, um, I felt that a lot of times last year and this year, I found myself doing things outside the training room just to make sure that I'm ready and prepared for the next day for training for games. Um, yeah. So pool recoveries, um, I've been watching a lot of just a lot more soccer because I have more time to do that. So that's nice to just keep my head sharp and, and focusing on what I could be doing better in my position. Um, but yeah, I like to just really have some downtime. Sometimes I'll go on like hikes here and there and walks with my teammates, but like, I like to just have down, downtime. I feel like that's really important. Just rest for the legs. Um, and yeah, so I just like watch TV with my roommates do puzzles, like just like cool things to keep my body rested, but still having fun and enjoying the time. Tell us what a pool recovery looks like. Cause that's awesome. We've never talked yeah. to you about that. Yeah. So, um, I usually just do a couple laps just up and down, just running, or I'll do like 
um, a back pedal, do some, basically all things you do in like warm up. So like open the gates, close the gates, um, shuffles. Um, yeah, and then just do like a 10, 15 minutes of just like just stretching in the pool. Um, so I think, and I think that that really got me ready. I felt like my legs feel a lot better, less heavy after I do those things. So it, it really worked for me. I would suggest it. <laughs> Anyone listening with a pool who doesn't yeah. live in New England, you can definitely be doing these pool <laughs> Right. <laughs> when you were back, back to when you were in college at Rutgers, did you prioritize recovery then as a student athlete? Um, I will say I, I, did I would do my ice baths, do all the things I needed after training, but I think I definitely could have done more. Um, and I know it's different with the the weather and everything. So it's not like I can do a pool recovery in the middle of almost winter um, in, in, in New Jersey. But um, I think that that's something that, like you said, when it was time to transition into becoming a pro from college, I think that was something that I really developed is um, focusing on how to recover after games. Um, I mean, being with, even now we like joke about it um, for warmups now with like San Diego way people are like, I need my warm up. Like, this is important. Like I need to get ready for training. I feel like in college, no one thought about that. We're just like, let's get straight into it. So I think that that's just something I learned is making sure my body's warmed up properly and cooled down properly. And that just helps with recovery and keeping your legs consistent and being able to perform at the highest um, ability. So yeah, I think that that's that was one big thing is I didn't really recover much in college and also didn't really have much time. I feel like I always had to be studying or in class. So, yeah, definitely picked up on that more as a professional athlete. Recovery is very important. We were just talking about this, and it's definitely something I wish I did more of in college because I kind of felt like you said you felt rushed. You were always going to right. the next thing. And when I, looking back, I'm like, oh my gosh, it really did feel like a chore. Cause I was like, I have so many things to do. I don't want to be doing this. Like, right. no, I have to be doing homework. I could be napping. Um, so I really like just the reminder to female athletes listening who are going into college to really like consider your rest time, the time right. where your body is actually recovering and built and getting stronger. So if right. we're not prioritizing it, we're going to burn ourselves out. Mm -hmm. And it's just a nice reminder. Like, I wish I can go back and change that about my yeah. experience. I wish I could too. Is there actually anything else that you wish you did as a college athlete? Like what could have made you a better player that you didn't do? Like in terms of nutrition or anything like that? It's funny you say that because I was going to say probably nutrition was a big thing. Um, I think, like you said, in the college environment you're it's very rip and run class practice class again um studying and I think that sometimes you just like can even sometimes skip meals and I know that that's something that definitely shouldn't do but sometimes it just happened um and I think that I've been really focusing on just making sure I'm nutri like taking care of my nutrition um and balancing what I'm eating um with how much I'm training I think before as well I would train 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 hard and I wouldn't fuel my body back up. And I think that that's something now that I think I'm really focusing on. I mean, um, also with my diet, I'm a pescatarian, so I don't really eat much meat. So I think that that's something that I didn't think of when I was in college, because I was also a pescatarian then um, versus now. And I think it's really cool having like a personal team nutritionist to talk about that with us. Um, and we did have nutritionists, but it was more so for the entire 
athletics community, not just for Rutgers women's soccer. I think that it just started like as I was leaving. It was really cool. I saw how people were coming in and out, but I kind of missed that. It was like towards the end of my season, my last season. So I think that that's something really important to look at is nutrition. And I think that if I had that down a little bit more in college, it could have helped me a lot. And I think just watching more soccer, I feel like um, I would really just watch college ball, some some NWSL here and there. But I think more so now I'm getting more into Premier League and seeing how they play over there. And I think that it's really cool to just see how they train, um, how they play, watching them just helps my game even more. So, um, so I'd say like nutrition and just watching more soccer and getting and keep, keeping that exposure up so I know exactly what to do when I'm on the field. Do you have a uh, favorite team or player that you watch? Like, do you watch the game overall and you're seeing little things or do you watch specific players or specific, specific positions when you watch? Um, I try to watch everything. Um, cause I mean, it's nice to watch the forwards, but it's also nice to watch defenders and see how I can exploit that. Um, but I do have a favorite team. I'm an Arsenal fan, recent, recent Arsenal fan and loving that so far. So, um, I also just started a premier league team for the first time. I've never done fantasy premier league, uh, things like that. Um, we just started one as a team this year. So, um, I feel like I'm watching more, not just like Arsenal, I'm watching all over all other teams and, um, it's been frustrating. It's been tough, but, um, yeah, I think it's been fun though. So I think that also just helped me start to look at other teams and seeing other players and expose more exposure to how many amazing players there are. And yeah, it's been amazing. That's cool. Wait, so the, the whole wave team is doing that. You guys have a fan. Yeah. That's we cool. have our own league and it's been a rough one for a lot of us. You should see us. We're like not looking forward to the weekends anymore. Cause we're like, our teams are so bad, but um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun though. That's a really good idea. I feel like that's mm-hmm. something that college and high school players would also like really benefit from. Cause you get to watch all different players and teams and, and get invested maybe in certain situations that you wouldn't be. Um, so I right. love that's really cool. Yeah. Who, who's in first place right now. I don't even want to say. So first place right now is Casey Stoney's son, not probably like nine years old. Teddy, he's in first place. Oh, no. He's blowing us all out of the water. It's insane. But it's really funny because even I like at games, I'd like talk to him and be like, can I have some like tips? Like what's going on? And he's like telling me all these things. I'm like, oh, my gosh, how are you doing this right now? But it's really funny. No, no, no. Is there going to be a punishment for who comes in last place? I think we were thinking about it, but I'm not really sure if that's going to go follow, like follow through, but we'll see. Oh, At least I like, last, so. like fantasy football people having to like move their desks like outside on the side of a highway and, and work there <laughs> for really weird, creative punishments. I feel like that would be, there's got to be something. I mean, at least the last place person gets a title at least, right? Right. Yeah. People were no, talking about it, but I don't know if we're going to go through with it, but I, at this point, I'm not even trying to get first. I'm just trying not to get last. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There was one that, that you got actually would be really fun if you guys did it. Um, my friend, uh, theirs was last place had to do a, a set at a comedy show. Oh man. See that. And it was brutal. We went and it was so bad. And the <laughs> audience didn't know. So people are like booing him off the stage. Yeah, oh, that's so sad. So yeah, I would not, I would not do well in that situation. <laughs> Hilarious though. I love that. Um, mm-hmm. Speaking of Casey, I'd love to know more about her. Um, I know you 
who you said said like we read up on on you a little bit and you thought um you believe that Casey and Jill are just awesome on and off the field so can you tell us more about that um how important that is to have that like genuine uh relationship with your coach yeah I mean I think a player coach relationship is very important um I think if you don't have that relationship that trust there it's going to be hard to play under a certain person so um I just really appreciate how Casey is very open, honest, likes to talk with, likes to just have like fun with us. Like we'll just hang out with us. Like, like normal. Like it's not like a, I'm only your coach, so I can't laugh with you or anything. So I think that that's just really cool that she's willing to, you know, laugh it up with us every once in a while talk to us about anything really. So, um, and that just makes it that much more comfortable to play under her on the field. So yeah, I think that that's just a very important thing to have is that relationship and, um, she's been, she always pushes us, always wants, expects a lot out of us, always make sure that we're grinding as much as we can, as hard as we can. And I think that's what also contributed to us being so successful, successful on the field. So when we work on these things off the field, it's just that much easier on the field. Definitely. And I feel like that's something that people think that your coach can't generally care about you in a certain way and still be a good coach, but that makes them an even better coach. They can right. still be hard on you and still expect a lot from you, but they can also care about you and laugh at you and everything like that. So right. it definitely translated for you guys because of all your success this year. So that's yeah. awesome. Um, guys, anything else before we go into rapid fire? All right, cool. Call rapid fire, but you could take your time. Power of editing. <laughs> okay. I was like stressed a little bit. Rapid fire. Okay. Oh, no stress. All fine. <laughs> What's a sport you wish you were good at? Um, I wish I was good at tennis. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's the most common answer. Now, yep. Yeah. I mean, it's really just... bad at tennis. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very fun to watch. I, I don't know. I really enjoy it. It is really fun. You're right. Okay, what's a world record you have a shot at beating? Oh, wow. That is a good question. Um, hmm. Real niche, something very specific to you. Wow, okay. Um, I think if I put enough practice to it, no, I don't think I could ever do that. But I was going to say maybe Sabi Roos Cube in the shortest time, but I've seen those videos and how quick they do that, and I could never. But I'm definitely, I definitely get better and better each time. So I don't know. But I don't know. The three seconds seems pretty, pretty hard to beat. But I do love Rubik's Cubes. <laughs> maybe fastest puzzle solver. Ooh, that's, remember, like, that's a really puzzles, good one. That's a really good one. <laughs> what's the most, what's the biggest puzzle that you've done? I mean, I haven't done anything too, too big, but 2000 that me and my roommates have worked on. That's not too big. <laughs> too big. It only took up the whole dining room table. Yeah. No big... <laughs> yeah. Oh, 2000 piece. That's the highest we've done, but yeah. <laughs> All right. What is your spirit animal? Hmm. My spirit animal. Hmm. Wow. I got to think about this one. Um, I think maybe a dolphin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think dolphins are really cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Well, I'd hope to be as smart as a dolphin. So, yeah. <laughs> They're very smart. They're mm -hmm. scary sometimes, though. You're they can be. <laughs> they can be. 
Um, what's one thing you can't travel without for an away game, but it can't be headphones? Um, I actually have it right here. <laughs> my pillow. I love my pillow. It transforms into a blanket, so it's just nice to have. I can have it they, on. The they have so many cool inventions now that we didn't have in college. <laughs> like on the bus struggling to like fall asleep mm -hmm. that's amazing and i always have my my blanket slash pillow with me <laughs> that's great if you can have dinner with any athlete who would it be Ooh. Hmm. um wow i think and it might just be biased from the netflix series i just saw probably david beckham just saw it. it's very it's very very good i recommend i've always loved him but after watching it i have like another crush on him exactly like I'm like I have like a new, all over again mm -hmm. <laughs> i have a new appreciation for him so yeah. definitely recommend watching all right if you had a post-game celebratory sandwich named after you what would be on the sandwich oh okay so this is this is this might just be because I know I'm pescatarian, so it'd probably be some sort of tuna sandwich. <laughs> I know people don't really like that, but some sort of tuna sandwich, probably like a tuna melt. I think that'd be pretty good. This is Lettuce, your, tomato. This is your, this is your yeah. sandwich. You can make you want it to be. <laughs> I like it. And last one, what's your biggest soccer girl problem? Oh, um, my biggest soccer girl prop is my shin guards falling and I have to literally pick them up every play. And I still don't, don't tape them, don't wrap them up. But like, I just like to have that problem, I guess. <laughs> Do you have little shin guards or regular? Like I know some people wear the tiny ones. They're regular. I don't, I don't, I get kicked away too much in college. I've experienced too many shins above the knee. I mean, above the shin guard, below the shin guard. I'm like, I can't do the small. It won't work for me. <laughs> You got to get tighter socks. I mean, I personally I always would, I wouldn't tape mine either. Uh, they would fall yeah. out. It's like, it's like almost like a nervous habit. Like, yeah, I like I kind of liked it. <laughs> like I need to fix this. Then I like, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe right. it's a mental thing, but maybe we need it. Maybe we just need to readjust our shingles every once in a while to reset. And I think that that's, that's probably what it is. <laughs> exactly. <That's> it. <laughs> like that one. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was great to get to know you more. We're so excited to continue to watch your career and, Hopefully we get to see a wave game in person soon. Yes, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. And yes, come out. We love seeing everyone out in the game. So as much support as we can get. Thank you so much. Thank so you much. guys. Bye. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.